It's the Central Weekly, a weekly podcast from the Central Podcast Network. You've got episode number 77 Come of on. The Weekly, and you've got oh John Henninger. Hey. Jared LaCrone. There he is. Did you hear that? Oh my, in the background? Hello. It's Maria LaCrone. It's Maria. your wife. Hi, how are you? Hi, podcaster voice. Thank you. No, this is sincere Jared. Um, That's you, as funny as it is. It is. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, if you were at church this weekend, yeah. surprise! Hey! Um, we made some big announcements about Carbondale. Uh, that's why we've got Maria sitting in. So we're going to chat about that. But first, we're going to chat a little bit about, and it's kind of fun, that the sermon was about expansion. And that's really the, I mean, that's the reasoning for the timing of the mm-hmm. announcement, right? I mean, we could announce it last week. We could announce it next week. But this week, specifically talking about expansion of the church in the book of Acts, God's will for expansion for the church still today. Uh, I mean, just feels like a natural segue. And we're going to have a great conversation. We're going to talk about, I love this study of the book of Acts. It's been really good um, for us as a church family to say, hey, here's a model way of how we need to be doing things here in this modern society. Um, so then we'll chat a little, just a little bit about Marie and I, um, kind of our background uh, going into this decision and just a little, because we thought, hey, we don't need to talk about this on stage, but here right. at the Central Weekly, we right. can bring Maria in, um, tell us a little bit about how God has been leading the LaCrone family as of late, and how we came into saying yes to Carbondale. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, Whew, I need to take a breath. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but So, let's get into the book of Acts. Week number three, the expansion of the church. Um, you came up with this at the very beginning, the sequential order, the four Ps. Yeah. The four right, P's yeah. of... And to be honest, like I told you yesterday yeah. during the run-through yesterday, like that wasn't a p- 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 that wasn't a pre-planned thing. Nice. Um, it was just like that, that you know, kind of ended up coming. So, and then John, you made you that John, you have graphic. become a true speaking pastor. You have. Because of the multiple P's yes, letters. Yes. Yeah, I get yep. it. Yeah. I like but, it, though. It sticks. Yeah. Purpose? Or no, sorry. Promise. The promise. Presence, power. Push. Presence. Yeah. And, and push feels like a bit of a stretch, but it's, you know, it, it works. You know? <laughs> You're pushing out. But your first point, even God-given growth comes with challenges. Yeah, and I think that sometimes we forget that. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes we think like, well, God called me to it, and mm-hmm. he's going to give me the strength to do it, yeah. which is for sure true, mm-hmm. but just because he's giving you the strength to do it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be smooth sailing. Why do you think we do that? Why do you think we think that? Think, rethink on that. Because it's just, it really does. We think everything's going to be roses and sunshine when we make the right decision that God is leading us to. Mm -hmm. Oh, I said yes, so everything's going to be easy. Like, there's just, I mean, yes, there's a fulfillment in your purpose, in your heart, Mm -hmm. but there's not a, like, okay, everything's just smooth sailing, right? Yeah, I think, am I allowed to talk on this part? (laughs) I hope that you do. Please, (laughs) you're you're here for a reason. Um, I think... You know, back to when we were saying yes to foster care and you guys have walked private adoption, which both beautiful, but certainly has its challenges. And um, we were so sure of the call, but I did know this is going to be hard in um, some ways that, you know, adoption just is hard. And I had heard somebody say before, you know, well, do not move forward unless you feel the peace of God. Mm. But I would even say on top of that, you know, his call because my flesh was not at Mm -hmm. peace. My flesh knew there was some measure of stripping, suffering change that was coming that I wasn't pumped about, but I had a peace in the hardest moments knowing if I met Jesus face to face today, I have said yes to the thing he asked me to say yes to and done it to the best of my ability. So 
Yeah. And I'll, I'll say this too, because I think there's probably people out there listening thinking like, boy, you know, I feel like God has called me to do this mm-hmm. or that, but I don't have a, a peace yeah. about yeah. it, you know? And sometimes peace in the way that we usually use it versus peace in like a confidence kind of way yeah. are two different kinds of pieces, 100%. right? Um, and I think that when you are certain of that call, it brings like a gut level confidence, but it doesn't always feel like peace, like all is well kind yeah. of peace, yeah. um, which there's a significant difference. And yeah. so um, to somebody who's in that boat right now, if you feel like you've got that confidence, um, uh, you know, we've talked about this before, but I think that way too often Christians feel this call but they sit waiting for like a all is well peace. Yep. And they're saying, well, you know, I just don't have a peace about it. God hasn't really let that, you know, whatever. And the, the, the real issue is I think that more often than not, God would rather us go until he says, whoa, rather than sit on whoa, waiting for him to spur us yeah. on. A hundred percent. And really, it's, I feel like we're going to skip ahead here, but we'll get into obedience in just a second. Cause I want to keep back on that thought, but when we look at the first church in the book of Acts, their biggest challenges at the get-go were the complaining, the arguing, and the people. Right, yeah. And you compare that to the complaining and arguing today. <laughs> I remember For sure. when we went through the run-through, it was funny because Eric said, hey, I would love to get an email about something that we maybe did theology, maybe was a little questionable, but no, it's always an email like, oh, I don't like the way that that song sounded, or you had too many, too many lights, all this, just this superficial stuff. Uh-huh, right. Um, and it, but we really, it's funny because back then, if they didn't like you, they'd stone you. Back, I mean, <laughs> here today, they'll, you know, maybe troll you on the internet right. or, you know, bombard your email inbox. But it is true that today our current culture there's just this we're bred for you have to know my opinion my and my my opinion has to be top Mm -hmm. and you want my survey and i'm supposed so when you it's just natural that you get in that in the world and then you bring that into church that mindset just kind of gets brought in as well Mm -hmm. yeah i mean we live for sure you nailed it i mean we live in a a culture where every opinion gets a platform Ah. and so we think to ourselves Mm -hmm. like my my opinion is worth more Mm -hmm. um because of that Yeah. yeah Yeah, and I think this sermon in particular and church overall is all about. It's not about you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can, if we can get that in our heads, uh, things will go a lot better. When this isn't, this isn't a, a resort for you to like. I remember Jamie Allen, mm-hmm. where he would say, "This isn't like what a buffet that you just go around, or it's a table that you." What did he say? You step up to and you learn. What did I'm gonna go? Great quote. Great yeah. quote. <laughs> Do we have this on a pillow somewhere? Yeah. Has this been stitched? I feel like. Well, it's you step up and you serve. Basically, that's what he was saying. You don't, you don't, you don't go to the table and expect someone to come and serve you, but you come to the table and you serve others. Again, I'll look up that quote later. <laughs> uh, let's go. To, let's go to somebody that we do know a lot about. That's Stephen in the Book of Acts. Now, John, give us a little bit of background on Stephen because he's not one. Of I the really original don't know. Apostles. I don't know where. Exactly. I don't know where he came from. But he's this dude um, mm-hmm. who's part of the early church and obviously identified with some leadership traits and characteristics mm-hmm. and. Um, a, I mean, the Bible specifically says he's a man filled with uh, the Holy Spirit and with wisdom. And so I'm sure that in itself was Mm -hmm. part of his qualifications for Mm -hmm. becoming a leader. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
Absolutely. I like that this, Stephen's not, I mean, that's the cool thing about, well, all the leaders in the New Testament seems like they don't have the qualifications to begin with. I mean, that's one thing that in the book of Acts, they're talking about, obviously these men aren't learned men, so this has to come from somewhere. Yeah, but Um, they recognize them as men who've been with Jesus, which makes all the difference. What happened? And Stephen's, he accepts the call. You said that he accepted the call into this leadership. Mm -hmm. It wasn't something that he was, oh, he's obviously going to be the one, because this was his pedigree. He Mm -hmm. came from the right family, or that stuff. And I told you, uh, Merle Fullerton passed away. You, I mean, you knew that. I did know that. But what I thought was really cool in his obituary, it said that he surrendered to the call, mm-hmm. uh, full-time ministry. Yeah. And I think that's just a really humble way to say it. And I think yeah. that, he, you know, Merle was a humble man, I think, to a lot of people. Um, but I think Stephen, in, a, in itself, too, he surrendered to the call that was given to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, not he went after it. No, he surrendered that's, to it. That's a really good way to say it. Um, here's the thing. Killing Sir, what do, what do I have here? <laughs> Killing Stephen didn't silence the message; it spread and spurred the good news. Yeah, because okay, so I we're love this point. Equating it with Jesus, right? I mean, it's kind of reminiscent of uh-huh. like, let's shut down the movement by getting this guy out of town and killing him. Um, and so the the point here is um, they they killed Stephen because they didn't like the truth in which he spoke. And so they killed him, but you know, killing Jesus didn't, uh, you know, I mean, it didn't, it it didn't kill the plan Mm -hmm. of God. Matter of fact, it fulfilled the word of God. Killing Stephen doesn't stop the spread of the message. It spurs on the messengers uh, in the big picture is what, what ended up happening. Yep. I really go ahead. Yeah, those of you who um, were a part of the 915 study gospel on the ground or have done it, um, Christy McClellan talks about the whole be a witness. And she goes to the original language where witness means martyrion, which means martyr. Here we go. And so, um, you know, we think, oh, be a witness, go tell somebody at the grocery store. But in the original language, it meant prepare to die. And Mm. in that death, the church will expand. And obviously Jesus invites us to come and die. And so every single day we get to die to our flesh and trust that in doing so, his kingdom will expand. Yeah, that's really good. And and that goes right up to the beginning of the sermon where we know that everything that we're called into is going to bring its challenges. I mean, it might even bring in Stephen case, his death, but it might be a death to ourselves every single day that we're Mm -hmm. doing that work in Mm -hmm. his. Um, Because I really liked your, because you talked a lot about fire and just how fire just blows and goes crazy and can all consume. And I loved how you said, now, your house is one to have hay bales. On average, (laughs) give me a ballpark how many hay bales you have on your I wouldn't say that many. Maybe, Maybe four. Okay, but pumpkins. I mean, you know, <laughs> and corn stalks. Golly, uh, yeah, com- pumpkins and corn stalks. I mean, there's, I feel like we're paying somebody's salary at Marlowe's. Uh, you know, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. You are blessed with a wife who cleans, so you can't hate on her for bringing all this stuff because she That's also true. cleans she it up. She keeps it nice and tidy. She does. But there's usually one day where I'll come home uh-huh. and yep. the hay bales are just in the yard, and that's the signal, you know like, time. hey, these got to go to the fire pit, mm-hmm. and then they'll sit there mm-hmm. until I'm burning one day and just throw them on top. And your big and the reason why you brought that up was why? Because every time, uh, because of the density of the mm-hmm. the hay, right? I mean, you got a fire going, you throw this hay bale on top, mm-hmm. but it looks like it well, done. Yeah. squashes the flame. It squashes mm-hmm. the flame. But what ends up really happening is it ends up fanning the flame. It mm-hmm. ends up fueling the fire. Yeah, yeah. And your second point, I think it was expansion and growth isn't optional. Basically, it's obedience. Right. Yeah. 
And I don't I, think I said that. That's a good way to say it. Well, I wrote that's <laughs> the way I heard it. That's a good way to say it. But it, but I think relies on the obedience. Expansion relies on the obedience of his people. Right. I think that's what you right. said. Yes. Um, but gosh, is that so true? I mean, that, that and we've talked about this on the podcast a lot about how my journey recently with obedience has yeah. been, been something that's been a catalyst for a lot of growth in my faith right yeah. now. And I think that's a a call for a lot of people. Again, if you're being called into something, it doesn't feel super peaceful all the time, but it's my and it might be challenging, but you are meant to do that. If you've been called, you it's a it's an act of disobedience not to pursue that call. Mm-hmm. We agree with that? Yeah, I just think of the Old Testament where it says obedience is better than sacrifice. We've ah. been in, you know, numbers listening to all the detail of the sacrifices and and how meticulously they Mm -hmm. did this. Mm -hmm. And yet for God to say obedience is better than that. And for Jesus to model that for us, um, is powerful. And so I think, um, with us and, and before us with the elders and with John seeking out what this next stage is for central, I think everyone's heart has been simply whatever you want, God, Mm -hmm. like just make it clear so that we know what to say yes to. Yeah. And I could be wrong. Um, but it feels to me like, Lord willing, we're kind of coming through a season of questions and yes. into a season of more clarity uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. for just, just ministry-wide. Yep. And yep. I think there's a lot of things that are um, just starting to unfold and, and yep. open up. And I don't know if you're ready to move into this or not, but I think a lot of that it really hinges on you guys. Uh, I, I think that your yes really is fanning that flame a lot. But I plan to still be alive. Um, or, and Marie and I, at least for a little bit, I, I want that to, because you, your correlation here with Stephen gets me a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so put down your stones, everybody. Yeah. Uh, we've got a purpose to do. But I, in your X5 reference at your, at your end, uh-huh. give the people the message of life. Right. That's why we're doing what we're doing. That's why, I mean, that's why, to me, that's the why behind why did he open up the prison gates? Mm-hmm. Why did he send the Holy Spirit in the first place? Mm-hmm. The same reason that he opened the prison door was the same reason that the Holy Spirit filled believers and is that believers would share the message that leads to life. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. 100%. Uh, and um, so this weekend, we're, we're, we're doing recording this prior to the weekend. This is Friday afternoon, August 18th. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen on stage or in service. Um, but go ahead. Well, I mean, so basically, uh, I mean, you've heard, you've heard my lead up to it. And then basically I'm just going to say, um, you know, that we've been praying for a long time that the right pieces would come into place, the right, and even more than the right building or location that the right leaders would, um, be made clear. And, um, I mean, you guys know that, I mean, I had talked to other people, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, there was a, there was a time when even though even though there was, um, you guys were, were there and there was maybe even some, uh, potential fit there. Like there was just a time where it just wasn't the Uh -uh. right thing. It wasn't going to work. Mm -hmm. Um, and so talk to some other people, but just coming back, um, just the way that God aligns stuff. I mean, this, it's really the story of alignment and you see that God aligning the right things and the right people in the right place. And so, that's why to me it, it's it's no real surprise that now that you guys have are stepping into this mm-hmm. publicly and officially mm-hmm. that some other things are coming into line as yeah. well. Yeah, it's it's been good to let people know and go ahead, Mary. You can finish. Uh, because because it's been for we've we've known for maybe a month now, 
that you know we're going forward with mm-hmm. this and it was it was uh, at a point where we had said yes to something but this is something we really never pursued when mm-hmm. the announcement came that we were going to Carbondale we were just excited mm-hmm. that the, and we felt the call as everyone else did in leadership that Carbondale was the right place right. Um, just because we knew the difficulties of Carbondale we knew but we also knew that God calls us to difficult things mm-hmm. and Carbondale just seemed again WSIL me, me helping out with the communications and kind of fostering some of that stuff with our WSIL audience. It just, I knew that that was going to be the great place, but we just, we weren't pursuing it. We, but then we kind of felt called to it. Um, kind of, is that what you're going to go into? Yeah. I just was thinking about all of the puzzle pieces and I mean, truly every single Christian is a puzzle piece and it's the beauty of a life surrendered to Jesus when you just want what he wants. And then in God's perfect timing, he aligns things. And what we have seen in this process, as you referenced, John, is um, when you take multiple people who all just want Mm -hmm. to be submitted to the Lord, Mm -hmm. that's a no for some people and it's a yes for others. Which we've seen. And in the same time that other people were saying no, you know, we had a chance to seek the Lord more ourselves. It's just, he has mysterious purposes for all of it and he will use all of it for good. But we constantly have an invitation to just surrender to him and be for each other, no matter what, even if we wouldn't have gone about something the same way or, or whatever, you know, um, saying we know that unity commands a blessing and we are in unity mm, as yeah. a team of believers and on a smaller level here at Central and going to Carbondale. And so that's what is so exciting is just you feel that, um, I mean, you're talking about fire this past weekend, but just you feel the fanning of the flame mm. from so many people's timely no's, yeses, and whatever you want, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been really nice to bring a lot of people into this now, but we kind of had a small group of people that knew and we've been praying for it and just, and gave us a lot of confidence Mm -hmm. in this. Cause again, I mean, we didn't want to uproot our family. Um, where we've got comfortable here. Um, but just, there's something greater than when you, when, again, when you surrender to the call, um, and there's so much from that. So John, talk talk a little bit about, because, um, when, when you and I, talked Mm -hmm. first yeah i mean obviously you guys have you know foster care you have um you two older girls Mm um i mean you've done a lot of stuff where that that have been difficult already Mm -hmm. you guys homeschool you i mean you've just not the average not the normal um everyday life necessarily that y'all live right um you're both in ministry you you just have a lot a lot going but one of the things that really resonated with me, and I've told many other people that you said, you said, we've set our family up to be different so that we can do something different. Mm. Yep. Don't make me cry. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's when I did get choked up when we were talking in that yeah. meeting, um, just because I do, I feel, and everybody has a calling. I'm, I, I don't want to. I don't want to single out us when we talk. We're just because we're talking about our family right now because everyone has this calling. But for us, it's just we feel called to something different. And personally, Marie and I've can felt that the last couple of years. Like, okay, is this really what God wants us to be doing? What we're doing right now for the for the next couple of years? And we we've you know had some people speak some words over us, and it's been some positive things. And 
we didn't know that it was going to be this yes. Mm-hmm. This was the yes that we we're going to say. Um, but our girls are just all of the, the whole family's super excited about. Can it. we talk about something I was crazy? Just, go yeah. ahead. I wasn't going to talk about this on podcast. Okay, but listen, Pastor Frank. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, some of you may or may not know, but John has referenced it in a sermon before, yeah. where I don't know nine, ten years ago pastor in Florida John's connected with was leading worship and um we've talked about it before but I love how humble he was like yes. I'm just hearing something over John still mm-hmm. worship pastor we're all like duh that's what John's gonna die yeah, doing because right. duh and uh he said I just see you preaching someday Jared was also with you mm-hmm. yes and I correct me if I'm wrong okay I wrote, he definitely said he was going to get back to, into ministry right. and yeah. at that time he had, was not working um on a church staff but I thought the words he said, because I remember laughing about it in the car, were, hang with me, okay. were associate pastor. I thought he said that. Uh, maybe he did. Okay. I, because I looked back at old notes and I saw that word and I looked up the definition of associate and it meant connected to. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> what I thought was cool was just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's not, te- that's not his formal but, title at all. Yeah. But, connected to but this... <laughs> pastor you know connected yes. to this main body here yes. yeah. i thought was pastor frank yet again pastor frank griffith <laughs> foley alabama right yeah, right. right so i don't know that's a random side note but just mm. if something strikes your spirit and it comes humbly you know um from someone that you trust and like pastor frank said test it he said test it with your father-in-law test it with the lord Yes. Like write it down, remember it, pray into it, and you never know. Right. You never know. And okay, so just take people on a little bit of a uh, a journey in a 15-passenger van. Um, <laughs> it's 12, we, thank you. 12 but we have van. two, so we can seat 24. Okay. That's so, I mean, you got some seats to fill, friends. Yeah. We have church vans um, already in Carbondale. Okay. Um, so in this process, you guys are praying about this. Uh-huh praying about which direction you're going to go. You take your girls to Carbondale. Yeah. Uh, not the whole Big family, girls. but the two bigger girls, yeah. uh, Amelia and Everly. And just talk about that. You go down. Well, we we weren't 100% about the answer. Um, we had talked, and I was almost a little more giddy than Maria was. Uh, just I'm sure that shocks everyone. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I could see the puzzle pieces in this, mm. and I was just so excited about that. Because, I mean, a lot of people know a lot of the job I used to do here at Central was uh, really connections-focused. Right. Um, a lot of people with groups, a lot with getting new people plugged in and events. And so I could naturally see some of those gift sets and some of those things that I've received in the past bringing that into a new church that um i could so i could see all that but we wanted to make sure we heard a yes from god i wanted a yes mm-hmm. um so we took the big girls because uh, they can hear from god right now the littles are a little distracted um <laughs> they can but, hear from god too. but we brought them down to carbondale and i remember we kind of drove around a little bit and you went know, to mod pizza uh, yes yes and there's um, a sign in there that says what you do next matters most. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, so we're literally seeing signs. Um, <laughs> nice. And, and so we decided to get in the car. And I wasn't, I, I didn't really say anything yet. I knew we needed to pray. We, t- we actually went to a couple of buildings that we maybe have been looking yeah. at. And we, you know, prayed around those, uh, those buildings, physically prayed. And then Maria said, we were headed downtown. And Maria said, okay, we're going to just, I'm going to drive. Everybody else close their eyes. And we're going to be quiet for three minutes, right? Three minutes. Yeah, I would say to the context of this is that, you know, it was just a hard day. It was storming. You have the intensity 
of making a big decision. You mm-hmm. don't want to mess it up for many reasons. Again, our flesh, you know, didn't want to mm-hmm. um, in that moment. And, oh, is this right? And you just all of the things. And I, I kept saying clarity. I need clarity. I need clarity. Yeah. Yeah. But I also just had this conversation. Mm-hmm. Often, and we've had this, it's so, I know what you mean, but it's so helpful to pray, right, for wisdom mm-hmm. because we're not promised clarity. Mm-hmm. We're just not. But mm-hmm. we, we can for that next step. But mm-hmm. you often don't have, you know, mm-hmm. A through Z mapped out. And, and that's what I wanted in that mm-hmm. moment. I wanted mm-hmm. to know so many things about my kids. Anyways, but one of um, our children was feeling extra um, nervous mm-hmm. just about it all. And I'm sure she was what is it um picking up picking on what up mama on our, was dishing uh-huh. out well, like sure. my yeah. body language was just tense and tight and all of the things and and uh i was kind of fed up with how i was feeling too and i was like okay we're just gonna take three minutes as a family listen to the lord invite the holy spirit to speak if you hear anything you mm-hmm. can share if mm-hmm. not you know you don't have to but um just took those few minutes in silence and um heard different things saw different things all four of us but all of it was confirming. All of it had purpose. And um, did you want to share what Everly heard? Or you go ahead. Yeah, our Everly, our eight-year-old, um, you know, just heard Carbondale will change. And um, to those of you in Carbondale, <laughs> love Carbondale as is, of course. Um, but for an eight-year-old who felt scared to move there and not knowing what it would look like, you know, the Lord just speaking that to her and watching her body language shift and her mentality about the day and the move shift just because she heard his voice was so encouraging to us Mm -hmm. that he's got them and he goes before them and us. And, um, then she got really excited and was like, mom, dad, that's why we're coming. That's Mm -hmm. why, you know, and just said it with, with such confidence. Mm -hmm. And so, um, again, the kids lead the way and, um, yeah, I would say that was a big turning point in yeah. me being mm. open. But Jared was so sweet all day. He was like, so I, how are you doing? Mm. He'd be like trying to feel me out. I was like, I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. Just like so cold. Um, yeah, It's a huge deal. It yeah. is. I mean, it's a huge deal. And yeah. um, just to, I think for people to understand that this wasn't like a, a snap decision no. on your part that that you guys, you guys. well no yeah. no no for yeah. sure but even even i just think it's a really inspiring thing to know that you guys walked the process mm-hmm. and it it's not a it's not even necessarily a draw to something different mm-hmm. it's a call to carbondale yeah. um, mm-hmm. for for you yeah. guys yeah. Uh, as part of the ministry of central which is just i don't know it's just a super powerful thing yeah so Praise god yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're excited just to get we down are. there and um, call. I mean, and that was the thing. I like really saw a lot of like words. I'm, I don't know. And one of the biggest words I saw was home. And I was like, okay, this makes a lot of sense. I really, mm. I closed my like eyes. Like four times in three minutes. Yeah, I closed my <laughs> eyes and we were downtown. Again, Maria's driving, so her, you, my eyes you were know, open. if you know us, that, that's, you're smirking at that as, as well. John disapproves, but. <laughs> uh, but we're going downtown. And if you're, fam- if you're familiar with downtown, there's an apartment building called Home To Go or something. What's that new apartment building called? It's Home To Something. Anyways, I opened my eyes and the first sign I see is that sign, mm. the word home. Mm. Um, so I was like, okay. 
I mean, I've been asking for clarity. Again, God doesn't always give clarity, but I feel like that was a clarity and wisdom there. Um, and I and Maria, go ahead. No, go ahead. And we were it just and and that's the thing. You're you'll feel overwhelmed with your yes a lot. We were talking last night. There's you just have to take one thing at a time mm-hmm. and say yes to whatever God's calling you to at that one time. Now you might feel a call to X Y Z down that linear line, and you might be needing to pray for that. But you need to just ask for wisdom and seek wisdom for whatever comes right in front of you. And serve so, faithfully where you yeah. are right now. Yeah. And because yeah. God calls some, did something different for everybody. So, yeah. Well, on behalf of Central Christian Church, <laughs> I mean, truly, but I mean, myself, um, but this, this church as a whole, um, this whole, this whole season of building up, um, it doesn't end in Carbondale, yeah. but it's a huge component. And, mm-hmm. um, just to wa- watch your faithfulness in, um, in playing it out and exploring and praying about it and truly mm-hmm. seeking, yeah, I mean, like trust in the Lord and he'll direct your path, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's, that, that's what I feel like is happening here. Yeah. Like you mentioned earlier, there's, uh, sometimes your path leads one way, sometimes the other. And, uh, so just thank you for mm-hmm. genuinely seeking and being willing to follow because expansion requires sacrifice and it begins with the willingness of the people to mm. to follow, yeah. to obey. Thank you. So yeah, thank you. I'm excited to see, because this church is ready. This church is ready for, for that next move. And mm-hmm. um, I think we're going to get a lot of people behind us in Carbondale and to help get that started and, and to see just, see things shift here too, mentally. Like, hey, this isn't all about us here in Mount Vernon. Mm-hmm. We're looking at where God is moving all around um, Southern Illinois. So, yeah. Okay, that's episode 77 of the Central Weekly. Good number. Um, yeah, yeah, two sevens. That? So uh, next week, we're going to be looking at A Church Alive, week number four, and that is the... Generosity. Ch- generosity of yep. the church. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be fun. Again, these are definitely thought through Holy Spirit given stepping stones per lesson. 100%. Like, what, you can't have one yeah. without the other. I mean... Yeah. Okay. Uh, sometimes I think that we experience failure mm. because we try and put them out of order. Mm-hmm. We try to expand before we have the boldness driven by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if we're going off of the model of the book of Acts, it's the promise, the presence, the power, and then the push i get it it's a, I, get, I get it it's a push but uh it's a stretch but yeah so i mean and that's i feel like sequentially that's what the early church yeah saw and i feel like um you know to an extent that's what we're seeing today and so i'm grateful for that. so one more time thanks a lot for listening to the center weekly maria you've got an episode out on the praise podcast your podcast this week isn't that funny yes uh, and talking about the blessed life speaking of generosity so make sure to check that out. I um, honestly thought you said the bus life at first. The bus, like, the bus wait, life. That's where I'm going to go. In just a <laughs> couple Jared's minutes. Episode. Right. I'm not looking forward to 105 on that bus next week. Is so that what it's going to be? I'm, I'm going to have to get one of those sweat things, you know, and that those you put fans over, around your neck. And then the little fans. I'm going to be all decked out. Nice. Get the, I'm going to go to the dollar store and I'm going to get a lot of batteries. Perfect. So. All right. Thanks, everybody.